0: Welcome to the Stories We Don't Tell, I'm Stephen. I'm Joey.
1: And I'm Paul. And this is a podcast about storytelling. The Exquisite Corpse is a writing exercise invented by French surrealists in the 1920s. Each collaborator adds to a composition in sequence but are only allowed to see what the previous person contributed. This is an audio version of this exercise, and we've asked each of our guests to write and record their own contribution based on a previous guest's prompt. Welcome to the Exquisite Course, Chapter 1.
2: The big day was here, and I was in the backseat. I was listening to my favorite band on the radio, trying to stay calm. I had always been a nerd, and the prospect of being dropped on the doorstep of my college dorm was nearly too much for introvert me to bear. They kept saying I would have a good time, the best years of my life, in fact, But that's also very confusing because it seemed they hated that time in their lives since they completely abandoned these interests and activities to become caricatures from a bygone era once I came along. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar. Baby. I'll make your legs shake. You make me go crazy. I can't believe my parents are sitting up there in the front seat, car packed to the tits, pretending that they didn't just quell my oncoming panic attack by not changing the station when Crazy Town came on.
1: My dad parked in the college dorm unloading area and I got out, opening the back of the station wagon. After unloading a suitcase or two, I shouted from the back, hey, do you think we can turn the radio down? Instead, my dad cranked up the volume on the last part of Crazy Town. Come and dance with me. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar baby. Come, my lady. You're making my pretty baby. I'll make your legs shake. You make me go. My mom finally clicked off the radio. She had had enough, in more ways than one. I finished unpacking the car with no help from mom and dad. They didn't even look at me, and certainly didn't look at each other. Really, at this point, I expected nothing more or less. They pulled away, leaving me alone by the side of the road. Beside me, my small pile of everything I could call mine. All of my previous anxiety was gone. It drove away in my parents' station wagon. Arriving here was the start of a new life. I could breathe again. Nothing bad could possibly happen. I was finally free.
0: Splat! It landed no less than an arm's length in front of me. Splat! A second one to my left. Splat! 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 Three more like machine gun fire chasing after Rambo in the marsh. I glance up and see twenty, no, must be more than that, gulls circling. Splat! I grab all that is mine and hurry up the steps into my new home. The awning of the dorm provides protection as my new neighbors scurry from their shelter. One man in particular caught my eye. Flared jeans, a studded jacket, and one single bag that he had now held above his head for protection from the onslaught. He stood out, as unlike the rest of his peers, he isn't running in a straight line. Instead, he jukes and jives, one earbud hanging from his ear and the other swinging with him as he moves. He takes the steps two at a time before stopping abruptly in front of me. Greetings, he bellows, his shoulder-length blonde hair still swinging with the kinetic energy that had brought him up the stairs at an astounding, and yet to be perfectly honest, somewhat terrifying pace.
3: The muffled echoes of gulls rattle in the awning. Damn bombers, the man says, hands on his knees, winded from his sprint. He takes one cautious step up the first of the three stairs between us, smiling and wiping the sweat from his face. His eyes are on me the whole time. They circle every afternoon and I swear those damn birds are aiming their crap. You gotta move fast or splat. He claps his hands together and I blink. He's taken another step. You with the new group, he asks, admiring the last step between us. Not exactly, I say. My things shift in my arms. I want to retreat to the dorm at my back. But if I move, everything will fall. He could exploit that, offer to help bring something into my room, away from the eyes, looking out their windows to see if the birds have all flown. His hand bats the earbud hanging from his hair. If he's recording this, his hand moves up to where the wire is tangled in a long blonde lock. I grimace. I've always found long hair on a man, unseemly. He puts the earbud in the pocket of his flared jeans. He turns to fidgeting with a stud on his jacket. He's stalling, trying to figure out how to get that last stare without breaking the spell of politeness between us. So, gosh. He laughs, but it dies on the spot. He looks up and I must have given something away. I can tell I'm too tense maybe my face earlier his face suddenly changes all the earlier friendliness gone ah well he reaches into his bag i was indeed trying to be nice but my guess is you already know in point of fact why i am here he pulls it out of his bag what is that is that a gull is that a
4: dead gull not dead exactly just needs to be recharged recharged? Yeah, man. Birds aren't real. It's like I've been trying to tell you for all these years. Look closer. He hands the gull to me. It's on its back, feet up in the air. Look at the eye, man. The eye. Holy shit. That's, that's definitely a camera. I know. Now look up. See the gulls on the awning over there? We're being watched right now, man. We need to get inside. I think of my grandfather and the stories he used to tell us about top secret spy gulls from the war. We thought they were just stories, but if this is real, if this gull really is a robot, then my grandfather was right all along. Do you have a USB cable? We need to get the last 24 hours of video off this gull. It was flying overhead when it all went down last night. I think it saw everything. It would give us the proof we need.
0: He would always go about how, how he'd always see them and be like, so lifelike, so impressive. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this took That's a turn, great. but in a turn that I at least can sort of understand.
2: Uh, is it just like- a dad joke? Like, it doesn't have to make sense, but over time it just keeps being made. And so it is in and of
0: itself its own joke. A little bit, like like okay. there's there just like always these you know they were just like you know on the drives places that always would be the birds in a line you know they'd always be like hanging out on a wire and so they'd, they'd be elements of a joke and then the, but then also the gulls on the thing I, like I I I'll have to maybe I'll ask him I gotta call him later today maybe I'll ask me if he remembers exactly the piece, pieces of it but
1: I have uh, have either of you seen the uh, the old Alfred Hitchcock movie The Birds?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: It's like it's really dated. But it's also, I found it kind of terrifying in that there's no real explanation. It's just like nature just decided to start attacking people. Yeah. And there's no, like, there's no explanation. It's just like the birds just start, they just start killing people. It's like they have just said, you know what? I, I
2: think it? Hitchcock knew that we were going to end up being full assholes to nature. hmm And he was like, we're just going to make a movie about how nature bites back. I'm pretty sure that was the tagline. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, Although I'd like to see a version where the birds actually just have poison shit. And like that, kind of like in Aliens, where the aliens had acid uh, saliva. Right. It's just bird shit, though
0: okay well okay so so theories uh all right so so okay many questions obviously come out from here uh Paul uh why do you think that you know this person's just arriving on campus but then also knows this this upper year that seems to be showing up? what's the deal there?
1: Well, this is what I think is going on is that I think that there's been there's there's obviously a uh you know a lot of tension and a lot of um there's been a breakdown in the, in the, the, this person's family, uh, obviously with their relationship with their parents has not been great. And um, I think that actually this is about a mass conspiracy where this person, they don't know, know each other. And I think this is a mistake is the guy with the earbuds mm. thinks that this guy already know is in on it. Like he knows, And I think that the parents are in on it and they've been watching and surveilling this, their son for his entire life. And that's why he, they have such a problem with the, in the Mm -hmm. family and the son doesn't know what's going on, but he just knows that he needed to get out of there. But now he's in a whole other um, kettle of fish. Right. He's trying to Or more
2: of a kettle of gulls.
1: Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. So where do the
2: birds come in? I mean, are they just recording devices?
1: Well, I don't know. What do you think?
2: I think. Well, the, my my main question, and I think it's, I might have gone, I might have in my own head gone somewhere else. But are the birds inside the building? What if they go inside the building? <laughs> That's maybe how we know that they are mm. just recording
0: devices. Like, if you see a bunch of birds in the in the dorm rooms, then you're like, yeah. this can't be, this can't be real. That's right. Yeah. That's fair. That would be terrifying.
2: Yeah. So I I guess my prediction is maybe the birds go in the building.
0: Mm. Or do you think
1: that this is just a way uh, that parents can monitor their children?
0: I was going to go a bit of bigger, higher level. I was going to say that this is sort of like, you know, campuses are such the hotbed of, uh, of, uh, of anti-imperialism that it's actually the military's way of keeping an eye out uh, for for them. They're they're that this is like a, a way to keep an eye out on on any g- large gatherings and to interdisperse large gatherings because uh, because they can just shit on.
2: But wait, what if it's more of like a like a Buffy the vampire slayer sort of thing? So before you find out that you have these powers, other other people are aware and they're trying to curb this person and keep them mm-hmm. under control. So that they can be deployed appropriately later.
1: So then you you think that this this first person, uh, in kind of almost uh, like he's part of the whole thing, he's not a good guy, the guy with the earbuds and the and the gulls.
0: I'm I'm I honestly like you know I am I'm holding back on that judgment. I think he could go either way.
2: It's too soon to tell. Yeah what do you think paul you, you uh you seem like you got a you got a thought there
1: i think either this is going to go one of two ways It's just going to get more intense and we're in the middle of some kind of giant conspiracy and our person that this is about is um is right in the middle of it and, and is really the only person that can un- un- unveil and unravel this conspiracy or maybe the guy with the earbuds is just a weirdo and likes to you know uh, uh, pretend that gulls can...
0: Right, maybe it's a whole other twist. Maybe it's like, maybe this guy just grabbed a gull and just pulled a real live gull out of his bo- out of his bag.
1: Yeah. I mean, we all encountered people like that in university, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, if for no other reason than them just trying on personalities that are not actually real, and they just get to be someone strange. Like someone who maybe would pull a gull out of their backpack. Yeah. yeah. That could be their thing. They're just trying it out. <laughs> I mean, they shouldn't do that. They shouldn't do that.
0: Yeah, like, if anything, the only thing we've learned during this entire thing so far, of, I mean, by being Trump doors is that animal abuse is bad. Like, that's the only underlying thing that I've learned. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, there's only really one way that we're going to find out.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Keep tuning in. You got to just keep tuning in.
2: I know. Edge of your seats. Yeah. Oh, did you say lightning round, Paul?
1: I said it's time for the lightning round.
0: That's good. That's staying in for sure. Wah, wah, wah!
2: Yeah. It's kind of nice enough to open windows.
0: Oh right? yeah. Yeah. I sat on a balcony briefly today. Great. Right. Yeah. Recommend.
2: What about you, Paul? You got a, you got a,
0: you
1: got a balcony. You got a balcony. Uh, yeah, I'm lucky. I and it's nice to have the, have the, uh, the door open. To get some fresh, much needed fresh air in here. Um I don't know. Besides that, it's uh it's just the same old shit. It's a different day. What day is it? Is it Wednesday today? Or is it Thursday or is it what day? I don't even know. It doesn't matter anymore. Time
0: has no meaning. That's right. Yeah. We're gonna stay in this weird holding zone. Mm-hmm.
2: Are you guys doing any I don't know, like Extra projects, strange things around the house, I don't know organizing things you wanted to but never thought you would like what's what's your uh what's the thing what's the thing you got going
1: did, the weird thing is I did all of that like about uh six weeks ago uh. i I got rid of like most of my shit and just like cleaned out my place and um so now i don't have i I don't have to do that. I'm trying to keep so things green like, and in order. That's my it's, goal.
2: It's you're like pre-quarantined.
1: Yeah. 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 Definitely. What about you?
2: I mostly see a lot of things that I could do hmm. and then think about doing them. And then often I'm not so far. Because you know, for better or worse, I think we got a bit of time. <laughs> So right now I'm, I'm developing lists of things to do. Although I did, I did actually, um, I had a, I have a garment that I didn't like the color of and today I removed the color and I redyed it. Uh, that was, it made my house smell like a hair salon. That wasn't great, but, um, you know, that was fun. What are you, Stefan?
0: Honestly, uh, I'm not doing anything. Uh, I've like, I, I, the closest is that I have been meaning to play a video game, uh, online with my cousin since he messaged me about it in December, Hmm. maybe even earlier than that. And like every two months I got like one step closer to making it a reality. And, and so now I'm like, I think a step away from actually doing it, but, but I still haven't done it. And like, there's, li- I'm like, there's literally nothing to excuse that at this point. Like, I'm trapped indoors. Everyone is exclusively interacting people online. So, like, it's I, I, like, I'm just I, but yet I've even failed to do that so far. So, that's mm. yeah, I'm not nailing it. But that's my I'm gonna eventually play this game. That's. My but hope. do you
2: th- think it's it's because you're like as as much as it seems like we have a limitless amount of time that yeah. it actually the time is actually filled quite quickly.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's filled, filled quickly, and also, like, it's hard to, like, yeah, like, make time to then be on the computer again, you know? Like, right. if, like right. if I'm going to be on the computer, I'm going to be probably working or, you know, learning about our impending death to, to the whole virus. So, like, I don't know. I don't have a third set of time where I'm able to then then play these games. Um, but also, yes, no, I agree. Like, I definitely have not felt like I've... Like, maybe because I... Just, I it's, when there's nowhere to go, you just don't get up early in the morning. And so like, I'm not just like being, I'm not using my morning. So I'm like eating at two and then it's like the day's <laughs> yeah. over. Um, but that, that might be the problem. Does uh, I?
1: As a, uh, as a recommendation, uh, last night with, um, uh, a bunch of people, we did the Netflix party thing. Huh. We did, uh, if you remember last year, that show uh, Black Mirror, they uh, did a choose your own adventure episode. Oh yeah. Uh, Coincidentally, the main character's name is Stefan. And uh, the, but you, so it was like, it was kind of, it was really fun because we're watching like a movie, but at the same time we all were on a chat and making, trying to make all the decisions together. And um, really it's a good story um, for this time because it's all about, you know, isolation and madness and murder. So um, it's, good, it's good fodder to do something together like that.
0: Yeah.
2: How many story variations are there of it? You
1: know? um, there, there's a lot, there's, a, there's enough okay. to keep you busy. So,
2: so we're all nailing
0: it.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: we're all doing great. Thank you for listening to our podcast.
1: Visit storieswe don't tell.org and like our Facebook page for more information about our monthly events.
0: And for more stories, check out our book available anywhere books are sold.
2: This episode is brought to you by I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Stories! <laughs> stories
0: Cool cats and kittens.